road again Going places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again Welcome back to The Drive. I hope your winter break was fantastic, that you were able to rest and relax and, and reflect on your first semester and how it went with your students. Reflect on the changes that you would like to make. Maybe you looked at some changes that you could possibly make. Maybe explored some unit or lesson ideas that would be different, that would challenge you as a teacher. And I hope that you were able to see family and friends and enjoy some of that hecticness. I know I know my winter break was both hectic and restful. Um, it's just different when, when the kids are home. My goodness, it's hard to get stuff done. But thank you for tuning into The Drive, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year 2017. And I hope this year is the best year you've ever had. And I hope that you do amazing things and share them. Uh, for those of you scoring at home, I've completed my coursework on my dissertation, and I was able to get through all of my coursework with uh, 4.0 GPA, which is really exciting and and really cool because if you were to look at my undergrad GPA and you were to look at all my graduate stuff, there's no comparison. So I think that shows some maturity on my part as a student, but also a desire on my part to learn as much as I can. And so that just leaves two big things, a dissertation proposal and a dissertation. That's where, we're at, that's where I'm at, and I'm gonna try and get all of that done this calendar year and finish uh, all of my work and graduate hopefully in December 2017. So that's amazing. And that leads me to this, the topic for today's podcast. And, and that is setting goals for yourself as a teacher. I, I don't normally get into setting goals uh, for myself, personal goals, not not very often, and I definitely don't do the New Year's resolution thing. I sometimes try and do a one-word point of emphasis for my year, uh, and and sometimes I can st stick with that for quite a while before I lose track of it. <clears throat> but what better time to consider goals and New Year's resolutions than right now at the beginning of the of the new year? And the reason this came up is I'm participating in a writing workshop this week to help me uh, be better prepared for my dissertation. And one of the things that they had talked about is writing goals. What's your writing goal? Where do you, where do, you do your writing? How do you do your writing? And, and these are things I had just never considered at all. Why would I need a writing goal? Um, it just sounded funny. But one of the things that, that we were encouraged to do was to just to set ourselves a goal in the morning of what we wanted to accomplish that morning and then we're writing again in the afternoon set a goal for that what do we want to accomplish and to be honest it's been kind of refreshing to to look at those specific goals and and what i'm either able to achieve or the steps i'm able to take towards towards that you know as teachers when we when we set goals for ourselves we, we often look at huge broad ginormous things Something like, I want to move all of my students up one quartile on the standardized test results. Or, I want to do this one very broad thing. You know, I want, to, I want to flip every single lesson that I teach. Or, I want to try this new thing in every single lesson. Or, we, we just have these huge goals that we work towards. And, and then as we step into trying to achieve those goals, oh my gosh, we just are overwhelmed. And then when we look back, it was... It was terrible, and we don't accomplish anything, and we're frustrated with the entire process. 
So with the writing goals that we're working on this, you know, each day, what do you want to accomplish? The other thing they ask us to do is to track those things. What, what are you accomplishing? So here's, here's what I did. I, I have a Google account. And if you have a Google account, you have access to all the Google suite of things, Google Docs, Sheets, Slides, and there's a, a thing in there called a Google Form. And it's like a survey monkey or something like that. So I created a Google Form for myself. I added some things like where was I doing my writing? What was I working on? What did I accomplish? How many words did I get, get it out? So, uh, how long did I work from what time to what time? Just some kind of basic general information. And I'm putting all that into a spreadsheet. And here's the thing that even, even though I know a dissertation is required and I know there's a lot of moving parts, one of the things that I've even struggled with is, hey, it's a dissertation, it's one thing. Until you start to break down those little smaller pieces. There's different parts of that dissertation that need to be completed. So when I look at the dissertation as a whole, it's huge. And, and I just, I, I go, I can't do this. But then when I look at smaller pieces of it, writing this particular section, hey, I can do that. Writing this particular section, I can do that. Revising this particular section, I can do that. So these writing goals that we've done have, have been very good for me this week and they've allowed me to make some progress, uh, very efficient progress uh, in my work. So how can we do that then in our classrooms? Maybe one of the things that you want to do is, is consider incorporating STEM as a math and science teacher uh, and tie that in with maybe English to work on writing as well. And you go, hey, I want to do a STEM project. I, I, teach, I teach science and I want to work with a math teacher and an English teacher. Here we go. This, we got this whole huge thing. And, and that's, a great, that's a great idea. But how are you going to do that? So break it down into small manageable goals. So here's some things that you can consider. One, what do you need to do in order to create that STEM unit? What are your basic ideas that you need to do? What are the first few fruits of that labor going to look like? And the first things uh, that you'll need to work out are who are you gonna collaborate with? What teachers from the other disciplines are you gonna work with? And will they be willing to meet with you at lunch or during a planning period for 15 or 20 minutes uh, a couple times to organize out some rough ideas? That's your first goal, get together a group that you can work with. Goal number one, and that's achievable, uh, that's attainable, that's one that you can reach. It's not some lofty goal uh, that is impossible to reach. It's gotta be something that you can take a step towards and see some accomplishment with. Goal number two then would be to figure out a unit where you guys could combine together uh, the different curricular pieces that you're working on into one unit that's cohesive and makes sense. And you know what? That might be a unit that happens right now, but this could also be planning for next year. It doesn't have to be something that occurs right away. So that's step two, getting together and figuring out what unit that all this could go on. And so as you're setting your goal of creating a, a classroom that's based on STEM, you've taken two steps now. You're incorporating these other two curricular areas and you've worked out what unit you can start with. And then step three is to, is to develop lesson plans. One week at a time, develop those lesson plans. You don't need to do the whole year. You don't need to do a whole quarter, but, but consider developing a week's worth of lesson plans and, and make them as robust as possible, incorporating all those different STEM activities and ideas that you as your collaborative group want to include. And then lastly, now you get to teach it and reflect on that. And, and so now you've got it. 
and it, and it just takes those few things. If you set an all-inclusive goal that's huge and ginormous and then you don't break it down into pieces, you'll flounder and get frustrated. And when I look back at things that I've tried or not tried or had success with or not, it's all come down to how well did I manage the more specific little goals that I had inside of my huge one. You need to see those baby steps occur so that you can realize that you are making progress. One of the things that happened to me over the break um, was, was one of the ideas that I had for my proposal uh, that I had, had shared with my advisor. I, I really wanted to do this particular idea, um, but she suggested something a little bit different. <clears throat> Something that would help me get through a little bit quicker. My idea was quite large, had a lot of moving parts, uh, would take quite a bit of time, and and she just really encouraged me to do something different. So, so what one of my goals for my writing workshop this week is to start acquiring and finding literature for this new direction that I'm headed. And although I'm a you know a little frustrated that I had invested a lot of energy into my previous idea. I'm okay with what I'm doing now. It's given me an opportunity to learn, but I'm taking baby steps and small goals. And and I can already see the fruits of that work. Like I see the fruits of that labor already. They're, they're coming through already. And I've only been working on this new idea for a very short time. So that's encouraging to me. It's just being able to take time to find those measurable steps. So when you're setting your goal for yourself, Maybe it's a personal goal, teacher goal, whatever kind of goal. Set something that you can do right away. Uh, one of my personal goals is to be able to run a marathon. And in order to be able to run in a marathon, I can't just show up on marathon run day ready to rock and roll. I have to accomplish some other things along the way to prepare me. So I have to set some mini goals. I, I, I need to be able to run a mile. Okay, now I need to be able to run three miles. Okay, now I need to be able to run five miles. Okay, once a week, I need to be able to run 10 miles. Okay, once a week, I need to be able to run 13 miles. I have to build up to that marathon that includes 26.2 miles, or I'll never get it done. And so one of the ways that, that I've done that was I, I started running, and and I ran each week and I, ma I just made it a personal goal each week to increase my mileage a little bit. Not a lot, but just a little bit. Every week the mileage goes up. And it and it's made a difference. I started running in May in, in the calendar year between the end of May, basically the last day of May and December 31st, I uh, have had logged over 800 miles. And so I'm not saying, I'm, I'm just saying, you've got to set those things to be baby steps. Goals are great. Uh, but you got to set baby steps. And to, to give another personal example, one of the one of the things that I had, have learned through coaching is that, man, some some nights you can you can play an amazing game and do everything right, but the other team gets a victory. I'll I'll never forget there was a night when I coached boys soccer in Kansas, and we played Shawnee Mission East, I believe it was. And our, our boys played a great game. They, they did everything right. They did exactly what they were coached to do. When we made adjustments, they made those adjustments. When we asked them to do, uh, to work on certain tactics, they worked on those tactics. When we asked them, they, they did everything right. When we talked to them at halftime, they made the adjustments. They did everything right. We lost four to two. We took 20 something shots on goal. We scored twice. The other team had four shots on goal and by quirk of nature, all four went in. 
hardly ever happens, but it happened that day. Uh, so when we're talking with the kids afterwards, all I could tell them was, hey, you did what you were supposed to do. So the goal for the kids, if their goal was to look at that game as a game they had to win, they're crushed. But if their goal is to look at that game and go in and think to themselves, hey, I need to play as hard as I can, as smart as I can, as well as I can tonight. They met, they met that goal. So when you're setting your goals, set your goals in a way that you can achieve them and, and that they're challenging, but achievable, that they're difficult, but manageable, but not something where, where you're looking at that goal and it's just impossible to reach. You know, I, I may say I have a goal of building my own rocket ship, but I, I don't know that I would ever be able to do that. I, I currently don't possess the skills to do that. However, should I start to study rocket science? Should I start to practice rocket science? Should I study the science of manufacturing and building and electrical? Uh, then yeah, I could build my own rocket. So make those goals manageable. And, and then tie that goal into to one word. To, ju to just boil it all down to one word. Which could be challenged. So maybe a short phrase, a couple words. So my, one of the things that I've decided this year, my goal for this year, is to earn my PhD. And, and to complete that program, I, I have been a full-time student now for two years. I want to be able to uh, find a, a position that allows me to work with teachers and help them better use and more efficiently use and embrace the technology that's out there. And so my, my one word goal for this year is to finish. I wanna finish, I wanna finish that job search, I wanna finish my degree, I wanna finish uh, graduate school, I want to finish my dissertation. I want to finish my proposal. So how does all of that work? Well, it starts with little baby mini goals. Mini goal number one, get the research in, uh, get the research and background information completed uh, that's necessary for my proposal. Mini goal number two, start working on my dissertation. Mini goal number three, start writing that. Mini goal number four, uh, yada, yada, yada. And so that's what I encourage you to do this year. We have big plans. I want to go to the gym and lose 50 pounds. How are you going to do that? What small baby goal are you going to work on to achieve that overarching one? Well, I hope, I hope this inspires you a little bit to consider your practice and to think about goals that you can set as a teacher to be more amazing than you already are, which in some cases is tough, but we love our kids and we do it for them. Thanks for listening today, to, and I hope you enjoy the drive.